Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show, Liverpool, Chelsea. Whew, big game so early on in the Ooh. season and lives. Um, I'm Paul Machen, Chris Pajak and Sam Walker join me in the studio for this one. For Chris Pajak, the biggest game of the season so far. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Possibly actually also in general. Yes, probably right now. Um, champions elect Liverpool versus the European champions. champions. <laughs> uh, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm feeling, mate. I'm, I'm buzzing for it. It's the first huge game. Last week was significant, and it was obviously it was the first game back properly, full stadium. This is the first really big game back, and it's not a half twelve kickoff. That was probably mm. one of the best half twelve atmospheres I've heard um, at Anfield. But five thirties are something different, aren't they? You know what I mean. So going in against Chelsea side that already is playing well already and putting a marker down for the rest of the league and stuff with, with West Ham by the way randomly yeah. like, can we just stop talking about West Ham United please well the top the league, they could top stop being top of the league yeah, and no, help that conversation do me like, yeah. you know what I mean but this is massive I mean it's the story of the Lukaku Van Dijk thing isn't it and, he, and, and the fact that it's Chelsea the fact that they've spent so much money the fact that Liverpool haven't and, and want to get back to winning the league mm. it's like it's just it's just it's just a really exciting game to talk yeah, about yeah before we dive into it actually, I just want to apologise to people who've had so many complaints about how much of a bell end Louis was on the Oppo preview show on YouTube. He, I mean, I love Louis. He is a bell end, but I love him. But apparently, he went extra bell end on that show. So I, it, it is what it is. You know what it is, Kelly. though. I was saying this afterwards. I've not, I've not, I've not caught the show just yet. Like I know you have, haven't yeah, you? Mendy. But, but the thing for me is, like, do you remember? You'll remember this, Paul. When we won, oh, how fan channels used to speak about Liverpool and to us before we won anything, and then. Like the reverence that they showed us when we were European champions and league titles. Now I don't think we changed, but we probably did. Yeah, like yeah, we probably yeah. became very cocky with it. He's just a young lad who's become very, very cocky because he's seen his side once again win a European title. Yeah. Um, he is a nice lad. He's got some horrendous football shouts, and I'll tell him that to his face and do all of the time. By the way, <laughs> yeah. um, but he, he is a nice lad. There's no need to be mean to him just because he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Louis. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, we love you, Louis. Um, yeah, the one thing I've just seen is because we, we, I want to dive into the game, but there seems to be, and it comes off the back of this, this weird like rearing of its head on social media this last week of this idea that Liverpool don't have a good atmosphere. And I don't know where it's come from. Like Natalie Pike, who is another lovely person who, who had come across like a total bell end on a video that was doing the rounds this week talking about it. Is that the City have, fan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, done, so, I've, done, I've done the radio yeah, with her yeah. and. She came across a bit like the same as yeah. she did on that video. I, you know, I, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I know, I know the problem with the buttocks. She comes across like a bell and on that, like, and 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 then the, and the other guy I think is on there as well. But the point is, I've seen this in comments a bit recently. It's like people going, "Yeah, it's dead quiet and blah blah blah." It's like to Chris's point, we've had a half twelve kick off, and they're normally the problems. It's it's the half, it's the three o'clocks and half twelves when you mm-hmm. play the team that aren't a rival are often the one where there's little stakes often the bit often the, the the problem. But like I can honestly say, like I used to think there was a big problem with the atmosphere in Anfield. I, I do not have that, I don't have those concerns at all. Even the worst atmospheres at Anfield mm-hmm. are better than most of the pretty good ones from five years ago. Yeah, I mean, it seems like over the last two or three years, because of the journey we've been on, that it's just got better. Maybe they were in the press box last yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what else? Silence in here! <laughs> this Anfield atmosphere is a myth! <laughs> The only explanation. The truth is, though, I remember going to a United game years ago. It might have even been the Europa League one, and it was buzzing the whole game. But I got home, and one of the, my unfortunate friends who support Man United, who live in Manchester, said to me, your atmosphere sounded dead. No, mate, it was booming. But what they do is they stick the ca- the, the sound... The, the microphone. Microphone on, on the United fans to give them a... But it was the same on Saturday. Like It was a great atmosphere. Yet it dips. But it's also proven that atmospheres that go up and down are more effective than like Besiktas, that's just one level for the yeah. whole way. So that's what works for us as well. It's the fact that we have a, a ruckus beginning in the game, really cheered them on, then the game settles down, we get, you know, like we get chances, it goes up again and down, and, and that's what carries them through momentum-wise. Yeah. Well, you know, you've actually, because you've, you've, you've worked in and around schools, we've all got kids, that the level of noise going up doesn't really change. Mm. You just adapt to it. And you don't realise it until it goes away, and that's when you re- and that that's what you need the rise and, fl- uh, and fall because if you ever walked out of like a play, like a play centre and you go, <laughs> oh, yeah, and you don't realise yeah, yeah. you've been assaulted in your senses for that for that time. But then when the big, but then you then walk into a and you notice it being loud again. But again, I just thought it was an interesting. It's point always it's, it's always amazing to me that like it's never the clubs that I consider to have a good atmosphere that have a pop at us. Mm. It's always the fans of Manchester City, really. Okay, mm. Sands. Um, I've got issues. That's why. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> and they, they come out and say this type of stuff. It's like, mate, you had like a league title parade with about six people there, but yeah. you know Jack what I mean. Jack doing kickoffs to five lads. Yeah, you know, you know what, what I mean. mean? You, your cameramen are literally hiding close to the fans to make yeah. it look crowded. Yeah, 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 like we don't do that. Yeah, the <laughs> camera, the cameraman's putting the camera on on sticks and standing in front of the camera to make the numbers up. <laughs> at, at this point, like you know, what it's mean? like a birthday party. Come on, everyone, get in for a picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was it was a myth that um, those coach greetings. Yeah, just oh, no, but that's the point. Myth. That's the point again, and, and I've, I've enjoyed the responses to it. Of like, it's it's. I know there's some things. In fact, I was talking to I think it was the fella sitting next to it at the at the, at the match and saying how like it, we have loads. We have so many mad moments that I know it comes across as arrogance sometimes. We go, oh, Liverpool are a bit special or whatever, but. It's happened too many. It happens too many times for you to for it to be something that you're just making up. You know, like too many magical comebacks and too many br- amazing atmospheres in the European nights and all that kind of stuff for it to be a, a nothing. Uh, but the mad thing is, uh, fans of all these clubs hang on their managers' words, mm. and yet when their manager talks about Anfield, they ignore it completely. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and they always I mean? get. And, the, and every manager talks players. about it, and their players talk yeah, about yeah. the Anfield atmosphere. And the, ones and that- the lad they were watching it on the telly know better. Mad. And the ones that actually go, oh yeah, it's not going to make a difference, get beat. Barcelona, it's happened to Pep about six <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah. It's just like, stop talking about it, mate, because in the end, you're going to have to learn one yeah. way or another. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it, it, the, the, the idea that it's a myth is a myth. <laughs> uh, I, think we're, I think we're clear on that, because yeah, I mean, because like, you were just, just the last thing on that, think about the, the coach greetings. 
and it may, maybe the Roma one is, is the outstanding one because obviously he didn't have the the unsavoury bits with the mm. with the coach in, in, involved in that. But like the, the the pictures on telly of that, and how many like Arsenal fans who would normally be the first to give us like loads of stick and, and banter and all that all that awfulness, were like wow, like look at like look at that. We can't do that. Why can't we? Do that? I. I why, can't, why is it not respect when Atletico did it to Liverpool and they were showing the pictures yeah. I was like that's boss I, lo- I love that when I went to Barcelona and they had all their fans in the streets and they had them all bouncing up and down ready to go I, I just went and had a look at it it was just brilliant I, 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 if it's there recognise it and, and, and respect it it's part of football culture it's better that I actually want it I, the idea of going it doesn't exist well for a start that's just going to actually fire us up a little bit more yeah. I would rather be better, I, better to go no it's amazing and then go and win in there and then go we won in your amazing atmosphere mm-hmm. rather than to deny it happens and then put your fingers in your ears and go la 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 <laughs> while our atmosphere is beating your team you know that's uh, anyway to think right we're going to take a uh, brief, break, brief break easy for me to say uh, we're going to be talking about um, the last time we played Chelsea a little bit on them and what we think the threats are. Uh, Thiago and Naby, Costas or Robbo, Hendo or Harvey, Bobby or Jota. Uh, and anything you guys want to discuss in the comments as well after a short break as a trivia question first. Fabio Benini famously, famously played for both. <laughs> uh, but how many games did he play for Liverpool and how many goals did he score? Answer after the break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There you go. Yes, Ultimate Fan app is available right now. I, I, I want to stress this as well. Obviously, you've got the gold packs and we, you know they're, they're important if you want to quickly build your team or you really, really get into it, but it's completely free to play. And I know a lot of people play Redman Picks with us last year. If you've already got an account from Redman Picks, then just download the app and you can use those logins to get involved. Totally free to play. As I say, use the link in the description to download it. It's good fun. Um, I'm not very good at it. I, I, it's, it seems that my week one success was a little bit of an outlier because uh, I went from 50 points to 30. 
Eighteen, didn't we? I think in week two. So yeah, that's still higher than I've ever got. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Uh, last time out, um, we lost against these. We lost one nil. Uh, Mason Mount scored. Can you remember who played centre back for us? That no, day? Fabinho did. Fabinho mm-hmm. and Kabach. Kabach. Correct. Because there was that very brief moment we were like, he's dead slow, he's dead slow, and then he kept pace with Timo Werner and yeah, didn't stop going course, in, but he yeah. was offside, so we got away with it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's look, Chelsea looking so far so good. You know, they are joint second with us in the league at the moment. Not that it matters because it's two games played, but I actually also think, I'm, you know, we have this every year. I'm not asked about the league table for 10 games, but actually, I nearly did that. And then I went, well, but these are our rivals. So to, to do, it is important at the moment. We're, we've got exactly the same goals scored, exactly the same goals against, same points. So it is significant. They, yeah, they, and it's two sides that are, that are playing well right now. I think Liverpool have had the most shots on tar- the most shots out of any side in the Premier League. We've had 46 shots. Um, so far, but Chelsea have had the fewest shots against, so they've only actually had 10 shots against them in those first two games. Um, they've actually had the lowest XG against and stuff as well, so the focus right now is obviously on Lukaku and stuff like that, but what their side is built on is a, it's a very strong defensive unit at the moment. Yeah. You know, they all pull in the right direction for each other and make it difficult to even get a shot off. So it's important as well, that, uh, you know, like we talk about after, after week one in the Premier League of being three points above Manchester City at an early stage in the season. Like, you used to be when Ferguson and Wenger were, were in the league and we've spoken about this loads it used to be how you finish the league but Antonio Conte for Chelsea said sometimes it's about how you start the league mm-hmm. and, and Liverpool did that when we won the league if you get to a position where nobody's got a chance and you don't look like ever slipping up then you can beat them before they before they even realise that you know they could have potentially been in a in a title mm-hmm. fight so right now it's about just making sure that you get as many points as you can and if you can take points off your rivals while you're doing it, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm excited for this. You know, I think we've been building up towards this. And Chelsea obviously had, a, had that good result against Arsenal last time out. Where, I mean, look, Arsenal were heavily weakened in that team, but they're all in that game, but they're also in a bit of a mess anyway. Mm-hmm. So they've had, I guess, you could say they've had a bit of a, they've had a harder start to the season, and they've had the Super Cup to contend with as well, sort of thrown into that. Um, but. I think we've been building. I think I think the games in terms of getting Virgil Van Dijk up to speed, in terms of getting Henderson ready, Thiago ready. I I, I my belief Sam, is that that this has been the one that's been circled in the calendar almost, and everything's been gearing us up towards this. Yeah, and if you look at the sort of progress we made, so Norwich away, brand new team from the Championship, yo-yo club. Then we moved to Burnley, we were a bit of a stalwart in the Premier League. You know, it's almost like we've been stepping up towards Chelsea. Maybe one more in between would have done. Yeah. I think it's very difficult, I agree with what you and Chris both say, to, to judge both teams' results because we've both kind of weathered storms at times. Like I know Chelsea against Arsenal, defended well, kept the clean sheet two games running. Both had easy games. Palace is basically a new team in it. Uh, they battered them, we battered Norwich and then Arsenal probably are in the same bucket as Burnley now, to be honest, especially with the weekend side. So we've both kind of made the same steps. Um, the fact that it's at Anfield for me is huge. It's, it's, a, it's a big factor. You know, We were talking about the atmosphere early on, R5 is going to be massive. Big leg up for us. Um, Lukaku, it's only his second game, so we don't really know yet what he's going to bring to the big games. Does he understand all the movement from all the players? Well, everyone talks him? about it. We know he's a flat yeah. track bully in the Premier League. That's what he is, yeah. But is he, can he do it in the big? Can he do it yeah. in the big games? And the answer is 
probably. Um, but we'll, but you, to your point, we'll find. We'll find. Yeah, and, and we haven't. He hasn't proved that yet. You know, I don't think he scored loads of goals against the big teams in Italy. It's the same thing. But there's this idea he's gone to Italy and come back this superstar. But that's just what we do in football, isn't it? Especially over here, yeah. we put these uh, foreign players in another league in a higher echelon than, than this league. You know, yeah. is he better than Harry Kane? No, not in my opinion. But you know, we know what he's going to bring. They're going to win a lot of football matches with him this year. I actually. I'm not worried about him to be honest. It's 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 and what I'm worried about for Saturday is the fact that Chelsea play three at the back and that's very difficult to to, to break. The one that's interesting for me is Timo Werner. Yeah. They seem to hate him, <laughs> and like and and it's because I think and this is the problem with the way Chelsea's been for twenty odd years. Chris is I think they've been trained to think if someone's not good in one season they're gone, and that's from managers down to down to youth players. You know it's in, it's insane, um, but but but, it, but it's worked for them, and and, and that's that, that's been their process, I guess. But I like team Timo Werner, and the, the, the defense for me, and this falls on deaf ears, this is where you start to sound like an Alec Gobshite, is there's a reason Liverpool wanted to sign him, and if he'd not if he'd been like that for us last year, I'd be confident that he'd be better this year because there's clearly something to him. Yeah, I, and I probably would as well, but you know we're optimists yeah, <laughs> at the yeah, end yeah. of the day, and Bramovich is not an optimist, yeah. uh, and and you know Chelsea aren't built that way. I think for me, I look at Timo Werner and actually go a flip side of that. Well, why didn't Liverpool take a punt? Mm. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. But mm. I think that when you and I'll answer the re, uh, the question of why they ate him. Imagine Mo Salah taking all the shots but not scoring any goals. Yeah, right. People yeah. would fucking hate him. Yeah. and that's what they've got in Timo Werner. But he gets into these incredibly dangerous positions with his pace and his movement, and it's still really good. He just doesn't seem to have that confidence. And I actually don't think that last season playing without fans has, has done him any favors mm. whatsoever because he is more of a threat than he showed last season. And whether he gets that opportunity under two or he's just had enough I don't know but on the Lukaku front so on the Timo Werner stuff he got fans inside the, gra- inside the ground for a training session and they had one of them shouting out to, to, yeah. to, to get off I mean on the on the Lukaku stuff though he started like a house on fire when he broke into the Premier League against mm-hmm. us he, he scored four in four um, and then since then he's only scored one and eleven against us, which sort of backs up your flat track bully type of thing. But he's grown. Really he's a better. <laughs> he's grown and he's a better sort of player nowadays. So it'll be interesting for me this season to see whether he does get the goals in the big games because yeah. that's what separates a brilliant striker yeah, from definitely. a world like top, top, top draw striker. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, the the, the team of Ernest stuff for me, for me, go flipping it back again is like, I know they they they've got an issue, but. He's him and Bukaki were are almost. I know it's a bit old school Premier League, and they're not going to play them necessarily in a two up top. But you look, they were putting Kai Havertz very close to Lukaku against Arsenal. If you do that with 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 Timo Werner, and we've discussed about the weakness at the moment of Liverpool just flicking the ball over Van Dijk's head, that's Timo Werner all day. I wouldn't I wouldn't fancy Joel Matip in a foot race against Timo Werner if he's got a bit of space to run into. Now, obviously, you've then got the goalkeeper who's in amazing form behind all that, which should help, but that's a potential exploit yeah, for I think us. The, the, the other thing on that for us is, like, we've got one of the best offside lines I've mm. ever seen, to be honest with you. Like, you know, Arsenal in the 90s used to always be so, Sort of spoken about for this. For us nowadays, with the way that the rules are and, and the way that linesmen don't put the flags up until late, and the shots probably taken most of the time, you don't actually talk about us as a team that has no. a great offside because, as a fan in the stadium, the shot's been taken and you can't forget yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. And and but whereas back in the day, they go boom, 
straight away, straight away. and yeah. you'd notice about 10 times a game where Liverpool would have just had that yeah. so that's one of those things that like it puts you down as a fan when really we're one of the best in the world and Timo Werner like look he, I, I really do like Timo Werner still I think there's something there there's a player there but I've seen him get caught offside a lot and, and so does Lukaku would. as well yeah I, I know just just finishing on the Werner point well th- this is just typical Chelsea this I think we would have looked at Werner last year and given him the opportunity to prove it again this year that's just the type of club we are and manager we've got Chelsea have just replaced them as the, as the number nine anyway yeah. as the forward they've just gone we're going to spend 97.5 million on, on someone better than you you're now waiting in the wings they, they, Chelsea are a bit like with the squad they've got and the, the attacking talent they've got more over they remind me a bit like where you if back in the day when you had computer games and you'd spend 50 quid on one and you played it to death because it was your only mm. game and then as you get older or the console gets older games become cheaper and all of a sudden you, unless you're you can a Nintendo buy, fan yeah, <laughs> but yeah but you can buy a ton for, for a few quid but you never actually play any of them like to the depth because yeah. if you get bored you just put a different one on yeah. by emulators yeah. and that's what Chelsea have got with this is they might never get the best out of Werner because it might just be easy to throw Ziyech in yeah. or they'll yeah. throw Pulisic back in or they'll move out, make some mounts over to the, to the left hand side you know what I mean and then, how good was it when Blockbuster started selling computer games though for rental yeah, yeah. amazing <laughs> brilliant wasn't it it was a game changer uh, no NHL PA <laughs> hockey or whatever it was yeah. and uh, player manager and pit fighter all over Christmas for like five quid it was amazing it's best best like two weeks school all day ever had right uh, we're going to talk about some little pull options in a moment but I just want to say welcome aboard to EA who's joined as a member and then upgraded to Wonderkid as well you get a bonus show uh, at one nice segue from NHL to EA there I like mm, that absolutely it's in the game um, <laughs> uh, you get a bonus show at tier 2 and tier 3 memberships on YouTube every week it is the Monday final word show so it'll be the final word show for this game uh, streaming live to members on the uh, YouTube channel so yeah get involved with that uh, we have some super chats James Gunn uh, congratulations on making a Suicide Squad film that wasn't terrible um, <laughs> if West Ham win the league Chris will dot 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 oh um Give it up. Go into hiding. Mm, yeah. I'll go, go, have a congratulatory pint with West Ham Fan TV and then go into hiding shortly shortly afterwards. Um, Ashley Frith with the Fan TV just says, so excited for the game at the weekend. I hope we put a marker down to remind everyone how good we were before last year's injury crisis. And that, that's the important thing for me in this game. It's I, And Thiago's father, the Red Sea podcast, has nailed this. He called it the revenge tour. <laughs> See, you know, and, and this is, you know, we've had this already where he said Norwich... Are effectively, you know, maybe you swap Norwich for Fulham, mm. so we've gained points there. We lost to Burnley, we've gained points there, but we lost to Chelsea at Anfield as well. There's another chance to put to put more points on the ball, which which puts you at what between six and eight, what, yeah. eight, eight points or whatever better off already after the first three games. That's how this season needs to be constructed. And I agree, I'm not I'm not keen for the world to be to turn all their eyes on Liverpool's title challenge just yet because it might not exist. They might everyone, all these people who are who are ignoring us or maligning us might be right. All because there's lots of there's lots of experts and there's lots of people who played the game who seem quite convinced that Liverpool aren't going to do it this season. I remain staunchly the opposite way, Chris. But of course I should be because I'm a Liverpool fan. But I don't know. There's a feeling in my core that we're all right. But but we could do with winning this game to kind of look. Put, put yeah, that absolutely. Down. I mean, look, if Liverpool beat Chelsea in the way that the pundits and everyone have been speaking about Chelsea, we will be in everyone's consciousness. It's just the way that it is. But look, there's two ways of looking at it. You can look at it last season where Liverpool were in everyone's consciousness. Um, because they've gone top of the table at Christmas, or you can look at it the year before where everyone was going, there's no way we can win it when we're 12 points clear. No, we're not, we're, it's not done yet. Like, yeah. you have to get through this stage to get to the 12 points clear. Yeah. 
it's just part and parcel. I'd much rather win this game being everyone's consciousness and be 10 points clear at Christmas and having that conversation again where you're actually 20 points clear in February and stuff. That's just that what we've got to do. I'm feeling quite chill about the whole thing. And again, the results will be dependent upon this because it's Liverpool being boss and my uh, my bubble of Liverpool bossness in my head is helping me, <laughs> protecting me against a lot of the other the shit that kind of goes around footy at the, at these days. But it's, yeah, it's that, it's that thing of, We've won the title now, and I know I haven't had to experience the, the the let off in the way in the way that we would have done if we'd done it in 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 a full stadium. But I feel like I know how to conduct myself a bit better this time around, so I am I'm not getting carried away. I, I for me it's three points, three points, three points, three points. There's no point in getting lost because I now know how You've to. You've been talking to Jurgen. It's not like Jordan there, like you know, just the next three points, like the next game's the big one. The next game. Not that I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it's not like I'm not excited for each individual game, but this is the thing. We don't earn the right to have a conversation about anything more than having nine points on the board, unless you go and put nine points on the board. Yeah, and let's be honest, we could still win the league if we lose this game or draw this game, and we could still finish fifth if we if we win this game. But every. I have been feeling the disrespect. To be honest, I'm one of them. I'm like you, Paul. I love the fact that we're underdogs, but I also love being wax lyrical about and all these pundits. But literally, no one apart from Darren Lewis has said. I think he's a Liverpool fan, anyway, isn't he? Am I right in saying that? It might be. I think he is. Yeah, it has said um, that he thinks Liverpool are going to win the league. He just sees like what we see: previous team and the additions coming in. Everyone sort of gelling together now. Simicast coming from nowhere and being brilliant. So it's like. No one's seeing that apart from us. Everyone just goes, Lukaku, Chelsea, they won the Champions League, that's it, they're going to win the league. New shiny toy. Yeah, new sh- exactly. Yeah. Oh, Harry Kane's definitely going to sign for City and they're going to win the league. Well, unlucky, mate. He's all called that and that's not right. So maybe you should take stock and think about yeah. it. It's the same as I heard the, the conversation you had the other day about about, my, about the pundits, about the fact that most of them are quite lazy and it's spot on. I watch matches today, like, what are you watching? You know, I didn't have the benefit of replays of the match. It was disgusting what was going on. So it's all the same for me. It's laziness and they've all got to take a stance. And for me, this is our opportunity to, even if we don't win the game, play brilliantly, show our qualities and just sort of, you know, prove to ourselves and our fans, if anything, that we are good enough to go on a title run again. I, I, um, I want to lead on because I thought it was a really interesting point about the Costas-Chimica stuff. Um, and Ashley Frith sent a super chat into the podcast and we promised we'd do it on this show because it was more fitting and he said what are your thoughts on Chimikas versus Robbo to start for Chelsea Chimikas has been great and I think that's the point about Chimikas is Robbo prob- will know a lot about how Klopp's motivated his squad or set his squad up for the season maybe not you know completely but it'll give us a good indication if Robbo comes back in but to Sam's point you know all this idea of where Liverpool's squads are you know it's not just the squad from two years ago because I know we had Simicast for a whole year. Jota. Exactly. And, and Jota and Thiago yeah. as well. Canate. And obviously we've not even seen Canate come in yet. But this is the point. They are they they are additions to the squad that won everything. So and I think Simicast is almost a, he's been a free hit. Because no one had any expectation. We expected Thiago to be good. And we spent £36 million on Canate, so we expect him to be mm. to, to be quite good. And Jota, less expectations, but he's now scored goals, so we know he's good. But Costa Simicas is a great example of someone who we might just actually have two brilliant left-backs. Yeah, and that, that's a brilliant position to be in. And if we haven't got one of those little men in black things going out, wiping everybody's memories <laughs> from last season. And if we have, because we spend a lot of money and we've got, we've got a lot of rocket scientists at our football club, maybe we've just gone round and wiped the memory of last <laughs> yeah. season and they think they're the league champions still. Yeah. So we can go out there with the addition of someone like Acosta, Chimacas and stuff. He's, look, he's playing well. 
And right now, that's what you that's what you can hope for at this early stage of the season. Someone who's playing well, who's, who looks like he's full of confidence, who's got a delivery on him, who's got himself a little assist, who's played in front of Anfield with a full crowd for the first time. These are all new things for him, but he's got to strive for more because that's the thing, isn't it? You know, we've had squad players who've had absolutely no chance of getting into the first team. Now, I don't think Costas believes he has no chance of getting into the first team mm-hmm. because I think the way that he's performing says to me he's putting a marker down for Andy Robbo there and I think Robbo's the best left back in the world and I think mm-hmm. Robbo's better than Costas Chimacas yeah. but it doesn't look like Costas thinks that right now yeah and good and, and, and this is the this is the interesting thing about this because look at the the free reign Reese James has last week against Arsenal and that's a major concern and look at, I, and I, I I hate getting drawn into this well the trend versus Reese James thing can we not just can we can we just all be happy that they're both really good footballers and we own one of them and we own let's be honest the best of the two of them yeah. um, like, I was going to say I'm just going to say that Paul Trent's better <laughs> but, but, but like I, I, I can't I, I hate this like somehow trying to make Reese James out like he's worse than he is he's mm. brilliant he's brilliant he's dead good on the ball he's good defensively he's, he's fast he's good he's got a good cross on him he, he, he fills their system really well for me, the difference is that Trent is a generational. But you, you know, you don't talk about Trent Alexander-Arnold moving into midfield. With no one, no one goes. Well, maybe we should. Maybe we should move. Maybe we should move Kovacic or Jorginho or Kante out of midfield and put Reese James in there. Whereas there's people who would move mm. Thiago or Fabinho or Jordan Henderson out of Liverpool's midfield to put Trent Alexander-Arnold in there. Um, but the left back thing sounds massive for that because. That was so glaring how bad that was for Arsenal. I wouldn't expect it to be, but we don't know how good Costa Simicas is defensively yet because we've played Burnley and Norwich so far. And it's also a system thing now. So to criticise Chelsea, I'd say their defensive centre-halves as centre-halves individually or in a two are not good enough. They can't. That's why teams play with three at the back because they, they, they can't expand as much. So for, for us, that's great sort of going forward, which I'm sure we'll come to. But then now they have got a three at the back and they play wing-backs. That's a problem for when teams who play four at the back because when they are on the attack, you have the, the wing-back arriving late, i.e. what happened to Arsenal twice at the weekend. Mm-hmm. So for me, it is, it's a big challenge because we know what Robertson can do. You know, is he 100% fit? That's not obviously, we're just going to assume he is because he was on the bench last week. So it's a no-brainer for me in that respect. But I'm not sure if he's even, if he's 95, 90%, whether Klopp would risk putting Shimakas in against a, a team of this quality with a different system. I think that's the key thing. He's not used to playing against a Chelsea with three at the back. We've got Rhys James coming in behind you all the time or round the side of you all the time. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good that, point, Dan. Yeah, and that's it. And for me, it, it feels like the safe pair of hands because mm. two games is not enough to prove that Costa Shimakas is good enough. Now he needs games to prove he's good enough, and Klopp might just do the meritocracy thing here and go, Well, you've been playing, you're fine, I've got no mm. problem with you, I'll just keep you, and Robbo will get his, Robbo will get his chance again, and that gives Robbo another impetus. To, to improve and, and get and get better. I don't know whether it makes Andy Robertson a better footballer to just be told he's straight back in. I don't know whether it, ha- it helps. Yeah, my my, my thinking on this is, look, if, if Robertson's 100%, he goes in. If he's not 100%, is he going to be Andy Robbo? Well, he's not. He, he, he yeah. can't be. And what we need from him and what we've seen so far this season is, the best thing about Liverpool again this season is we're, be- we're getting attacks from both wings. And Costas has shown us that he can do that for 90 minutes now. Mm-hmm. He showed us he could do it for 70 in the first game. <laughs> he showed us in the second game he can do it for 90 minutes. Yeah. We're going to need someone to get up and down if we want to break Chelsea down because they're, they're a hard side to score against. Mm-hmm. So I can understand both things, but also let's not forget, 
Robbo's not match fit either. Yeah. So even if he's physically 100% right, that doesn't mean that he's going to be able to do it for 90. It means maybe you're going to get 70 minutes. But but who knows? Yeah. It might just be easier for Klopp to go, well, let's just play Chimacash. Let's see where we are with him. Because you're going to get more of an answer in this game than you did in the previous two games. Big, and I don't know where I am with him. It's big bollocks from the manager one way or the other, isn't it? You know, And, and he likes to put faith in people and he trusts them because you get more out of people who feel that they're trusted. And that's how the squad's been, been built for Liverpool. But... You know there is that international break coming up. Robbo will get will get minutes. And yeah. I'm sure Scotland are playing seven times yeah. um, in, in that, so he'll get his games regardless. I was just going to add in there. It's understanding as well. This is going to be key for this game. Like we said, the systems before and the opposition up against Robertson understands Van Dijk and Matip and Trent and Fabinho a lot. And and who's going to play in the yeah, left? Man, Thiago yeah. or, or Keita a lot more than Shimakas does. And in this game. It's whether Shimakas in the last year and in pre-season has learned that understanding with the midfield triangle and and his defensive triangle with Van Dijk. So if he's got well, that, he won't down to with team, Van Dijk, will he? Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. So, so this is where again it might come down to like muscle memory and, and playing with each other and that that sort of you know. In the unconscious, sync, yeah, unconscious. That, that's another decision Klopp's going to have to make where Robbo might pip it if he isn't just quite injured yeah. where it's like you know where Van Dijk's going to be etc and where Cater's going to be and actually thinking about that and expanding on Sam's point there Mane does really well against Chelsea scored 7 in 17 it's like the third most he scored against the Premier League sides and stuff so there's a reason you know Robbo's with him Mane mm. does well against yeah. him so there's all that to think well, there's about. a good comment here um, from Jono um, in, in, the, in the YouTube comments saying Shimakas has played Champions League he's not some novice which, not which, is, which is a an absolutely fair point against a Greek international he's, he's, he's sound the difference is is that Andy Robertson is a Champions League winning Premier League winning playing every game in, captain. you know yeah. League final getting to yeah international captain who's right now he's, he is he is better than, than Costa Shimakas he is because he's been play, he's been at Liverpool for that time whereas Shimakas has just got his move to that top level so it, it is what it is what it is I agree it, it's an interesting thing because to that logic I'd have no problem if you told me Canate was starting. I'd be just. I'd be a little like, ooh, yeah, okay. Well, because I don't know enough about him to know exactly how that how that would go down. I think there's a there's a degree to which, in my head, there's your best team, and that experience thing is what matters in big games of football. Because Chelsea, yes, they're the European champions, but their squad is still developing. They they realistically, if they'd lost, they were expected to lose that final, and that would have been very like us losing to Real Madrid yeah. in that kind of situation because of the first go of that newly constructed squad getting there. So we are the we're the sort of past masters. We're the we, our squads in the prime, and this is why I do wonder whether we will just go because obviously informs the next sort of conversations. You've got Thiago or Naby, you've got Hendo or Harvey, Bobby or Jota. I think they're all up for all up for debate in this one. When the season started, Chris, and I had this circled in my mental calendar, it was, okay, Gomez or Matip, and I had no idea whether Van Dijk, but and now that I've seen it, I think the centre-backs picked themselves. Mm. I would, Robbo, would, no doubt in my mind, Robbo would play this, but the question was more about the midfield, and I thought for, this was going to be the game where we see Fabinho, um, Thiago and Henderson, and I also thought Bobby Firmino would be getting ready for this because, yes, Jota started well in terms of his goal output, but Bobby still... In the best version of the full Liverpool way. Yeah, well, I don't know whether you make. Well, let's say you change Costas for Robbo, you bring in Thiago in, and you bring in Firmino. I mean, that's three changes from the from the team that's that's won the last two games. And I'm not sure he goes that far, to be honest with you. I think you know maybe if you are looking to change one of the midfielders, you might keep your left back exactly where it is. If there is a bit of an injury concern over Andy Robertson, I think as far as the forwards concerned for me. 
if Jota keeps scoring a goal a game, he do, Firmino doesn't come in. Yeah, it's a, it's as simple as that. You know, I think there is a there's a point in the game where Firmino definitely comes in regardless of scoreline. But right now, I think Jota's a bit of an unknown to this Chelsea side. I think mm. you know he, he he allows us to, and Firmino's good in the air as well. Like, but he allows us to play in a slightly different manner. Um, while still tearing round, trying to win the ball back. By the way, I think that's an underrated aspect of his game. I think you know we can we saw that um, time and time again with Jota. He, he, he presses well, so does Bobby Firmino. We know that we lord him for that, but Jota does it as well. The Thiago thing, I don't know. I I I like you would have said that our midfield this season is Henderson, Fabinho, and Thiago. But until he plays that midfield, I'm not going to tell you he's going to start that midfield. Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely true. I, you're right on that, and I I think the logic follows. I, I agree with that because we normally when they sat in the middle of the season, we're going. I don't think he makes big changes, but also cops talked about this being an extended preseason into the start of the season. Whereas I can't. That would be a big gamble to treat a Chelsea game as anything le- as anything less than it being the biggest game of football of the season. And that's not to disrespect any of the other lads who would drop out because I thought Harvey was excellent last week. Jota, well, he's scoring goals from a number nine position, which is a, it has felt like a rarity for the last two seasons with the greatest respect to everything Bobby does. And, and, and as mentioned, Simicast and stuff, but... These are your, these are your tried and tested. These are your you get as many of your world class players on the pitch because Chelsea are not going to go. Oh, well maybe there's like Kante didn't play last week. There's no way Kante doesn't play this week if he's if he's available. For example, uh, Tuchel will also probably be aware that it's going to be a ruckus atmosphere. That he'll be aware that we're bang up for it and we're not the Liverpool he faced last year. I mean, he mentioned it in one of his pre-match. It might have been the pre-Arsenal comments. Oh, we won at Liverpool last year, and he was like, "Big." It was like, "Mate." That is not winning at Anfield. It's winning on a pitch in Liverpool. If you win on Saturday, fair <laughs> enough. No, it is though. I mean, come on, let's be real. It's winning on the only it's, flat pitch yeah, in Liverpool. Yeah, in Liverpool. Yeah, you yeah. could have knocked the stands down and it yeah, would have been, been the same. So, so they may well beat us on Saturday, you know, if they play well enough, fair enough. But that would be beating Liverpool at Anfield with a fully fit squad, pretty much. And, you know, our five kickoff, we're all a bit r- r- riled up for it and, and they go and do us fair play. But coming back to the Jota and Thiago point, I think the Thiago versus Keita all depends on game plan. If we want to press Jorginho, high and hard he'll play cater if he wants to control the game and and the Madrid game away last year might play into this Jorginho's just about to win or just the one Europa men's player Everything. of the year because he's not even in the top 50 players but he won both awards so fair enough that's how it works isn't it yeah. anyway uh, but Jorginho's going to be flying is he going to be pinging it round are we Are we going to be able to press him he might be so confident so he might go well actually we're going to play Thiago and we've got the ball we're going to keep it Fingers for Jota for me is that Jota is the slotter. We're not going to get loads of chances against Chelsea. Do we really want Bobby in there maybe wasting two or three chances? Because he has done before. Also, you need to uh, break and attack quickly because they've got three at the back. So you need them, when they're running towards their own goal or creating chances, if Bobby's constantly dropping in all the time, it's going to be pick up the ball, turn and play. It's not as fast. I feel with Jota, you almost have a much more direct and, and quicker attack. And I think that's why Jota plays. The midfield, I'm like you, Chris, I can't pick it. I don't know what Klopp's going to do, but I think Jota starts this game. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, the good thing is, is you can, no matter who we put on the pitch, you can do a bit of both. We can be a possession side or we can, because it's like, you're right, maybe Cater's more, maybe Cater's more mobile or more, you know, but he's also been playing more like a double pivot as well so far this season. Thiago, I was noticeable how deep he felt when he came off the off the bench but again there's probably a degree to which he's just getting on the ball and moving it around he's not going to be doing anything fancy when the game's largely already won against yeah. Burnley but there's pace there regardless so we can play on the counter if we need to 
I think it's always been part of our arsenal. You know, we've developed from that, but we've not lost the ability to do that. Mm. It's just as you to your point, you're at home. How are Chelsea going to play? And is Tuchel going to go? This is my chance to go and prove a point. And is he going to? Are they going to come out at us, or are they going to go? Because if he's smart, he won't. No, he won't. And he'll go. Now nah, we're all right because a point would be amazing. Because like, let's be honest, even Pep Guardiola started to realise that at Anfield in recent years. Go and go and try and frustrate Liverpool. That'll be fa- that. Uh, that'll be fascinating. And then the good thing is, it doesn't matter because if you start Jota, you can do both. And if you start Thiago, Thiago or Cater can do both. You know, uh, yeah. So I, 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 we should be confident either way, really. Um, Scott Hawks has just sent the super chat in. We can go over to the comments. Um, looking forward to the match. Uh, a lot of options and a chance to make a statement for the season. Also, making some of the pundits counting us out of even the top four this season look suitably idiotic. Yes, absolutely, Scott. I couldn't agree more. Uh, and Lachill with the five pounds saying, uh, "Hi lads, my brother tried telling me Matip is average. Are you kidding me? I've never seen the guy make a mistake. Does everything that suits our." play the Joe Matip stuff we do we, we there's a I think psychologically he is average in a team of world class players yeah but he's makes him world class but he's even not yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in the average yeah. mean of quality yeah. 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 he's been our I mean he, he's been our best centre half so far this season there's times yeah, when yes. he's played alongside Virgil van Dijk injury free and been you know, as good as if not better at times than Virgil van Dijk. He's brilliant. If he's our, if he's on the path to becoming our fourth choice centre half, then that is a frightening collection of centre halves that Liverpool have got. As far Listen, as I'm concerned, if anyone can get up from being stone cold stunned and still have a man of the match performance, bring him on. He, I, I, I don't think like Diaz can do that. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He got stunned by Barnes. Did he? Whatever it was, it's literally boom. No foul. No, no yeah, he's, he's still, good. I'm still stunned. He's amazing. People, I can't, and your brother's a fool. Yeah, I need to know: is he a Liverpool fan? Because that's weird. If he's a Liverpool fan, that's mega weird if he thinks that he's average like because you get that I mean there are some people who, who are like that I've been fending off like uh, Curtis Jones is, re- is really average he's not no, Curtis he's Jones is fantastic for his age um, but yeah people people seem to be a bit like that we said this the other week how uh, there's an un- everyone has an understanding of football there's like so many slots you can fit players into in every squad there's got to be the guy that you think's rubbish and yeah. there's got to be the guy that you think's a, a bit lazy and there's got to be the guy that you that, you know again you think is, is bang average and isn't good enough to play um, but Liverpool have got so many good players that unfortunately someone's got to fit in mm. those mental slots for for no reason whatsoever because yeah people just don't seem to want to see the reality of how good we are um, K Redlin this is a that's an interesting name the 35 Zars um Jota is the slotter, yes, but Bobby brings Sadio and Mo into the game a lot more. I would start Bobby to do a job on <laughs> uh, and then DJ if we're chasing. Um, yeah, I am. Um, I, that's actually not a bad point because in terms of using the squad and what have you, and I think this is more prevalent. Some point you may do the week, Chris, when you play twice a week. We will just see we'll see loads more rotation. It wouldn't be a massive thing to see three or four changes between between games. But to that point, if it, it's a big team, big game, and Jota is very good off the bench, mm. and there is a point there where, again, I, you could you put one of the, the, one, of the, the two, one of those two lads has come off the bench and scored a goal already this season. By the way, Bobby Firmino. Bobby, yeah. So, like, I mean, he's put on his case forward as well, isn't he? It's a toss up. It really is. I actually think that this might be one of those rare games in Anfield where the opposition has more of the ball than us. 
Um, and I think Liverpool are probably going to be all right with that, to be honest with you. I think we've seen when Manchester City have come up against Liverpool in previous years, they're forcing us down the wings and then they're pressing f- us at the sideline. I think Chelsea are in a good position to do something like that with their three at the back and, and, and the use of their wing-backs and stuff. But also, I was looking at the most passes in the Premier League already this season. Uh, Chelsea have got like 200 more passes completed than even Manchester City so far. So they, they're very much going to be doing that. And, you know, everyone knows Jorginho's going to keep the ball but I didn't don't think I realised that just how good at keeping the ball they were like they've had more touches more passes than anybody else they're not I don't think they are going to change their game plan I think they're going to take the ball and see what we can do from it and I think that suits Liverpool in this scenario yeah, absolutely listen let's have a little look at the um, at the other fixtures this weekend when I get the right tab up there it is uh, you got it Tom beautiful um, 12.30 kickoff. On Saturday, Man City versus a resurgent Arsenal football resurgent club. Resurgent because they scored a few goals. Because they scored a ton of goals. Like, was it West Brom? They, West Brom, they yeah. They it, they uh, in, in midweek. Um, it would be a fool who thinks that Arsenal are taking anything from Manchester City here. But God damn it. Call me a fool. Don't Call. bet on them. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on it, but I, I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely keep I mean, one eye on that What happens when they've lost three games at the start of the season? Who are the bottom of the league? Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> what happens? I like, mean, genuinely I, at Arsenal, like it's like there's rock bottom, fifty feet of crap. That's <laughs> Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to paraphrase, is, oh, that, is that a Rachel line? Um, Did you see that thing Henry Winter put on Twitter last night about them singing on AFTV? Yeah, 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 I mean, talk about. Pick, pick, picky battles lads. well they've tried the manager they've tried the ownership none of it seems to have worked so getting rid of lads that like footy seems like the next yeah how's about how's about have a good manager get have a good brand of footy and then enjoy going watching the footy and then everything will be fine because this is the point thing about Arsenal fan TV it, it's not a it's not a, a, a reflection of everything that every Arsenal fan's feeling or I'm sure they would they claim to be but the, it's it's real people giving their opinions on stuff. It's not, you know what I mean. And there is a degree to which I think some people have have some people have clocked on to how you get internet famous by being shouty. It's just a FIFA model, mm. like True Geordie clocked on to doing that. Clocked on that if you shout at a telly playing FIFA, people will get people will get into it. Goldbridge did a little bit of it. Loads of people who start FIFA channels do it because it's FIFA rage and all that. It's a bit it's a bit old it's a bit old school now, like but. That's you see, and like that 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 weird fella in his car shouting in his oh, car yeah. <laughs> comes about because people now it's a trope now, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, don't worry, wouldn't worry about Arsenal fan TV. I'm sure. I'm saying like if they were winning football matches and playing well, people would love it. People would be. I feel also, I, I feel a bit sorry for Robbie because I know how much he loves Arsenal. And I know how much he believes in what AFTV does. But also, you just have to kind of look at how many videos they put out after every game, and then you go, all right, well. DC hasn't been there, I don't think, this season anyway. I, 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 I heard a rumour that he was ill, actually, so I hope he's all right. Yeah, he's had some, he's had some personal trouble. Um, and obviously Troops isn't on there and stuff nowadays. But so, but it, let's say last season it would be Troops, it would be DT, and it would be that Lee Judges or whatever, and they'd be talking. There'd be 20 fellas uh, with different opinions, and then you'd have Ty with a completely well, different Well, nobody wants to, to be embarrassed else. by the football club, well, do no, they? Unfortunately, the embarrassing ones are the things that get most shared. So the idea is... 
you stop Arsenal fan TV and you stop the you stop the embarrassing videos. But what you also do is you take away the platform for twenty other really nice, level-headed, well-balanced individuals who just want to talk about their football team and they don't have that anymore. And that's I mean that you know let's just let's just shut the internet down and go back if we want to do that. But um, I do. I, you know, it, it is. I get it. I understand why you would because we we've gone through that when people people think we are a certain way and we've never really been that way. You know, and but I I do find it annoying where. An entire industry gets tarred with a brush because of of what you're talking about is a very minuscule amount of human beings mm-hmm. compared to the total amount of human beings who follow football clubs in the Premier League and beyond are being held up as like they're the, they're what they're the be all and all of everything. Anyway, Arsenal to win three nil. Um, <laughs> Newcastle Southampton um, no. is a no. three o'clock. No, Brighton, Brighton Everton. It's the battle of who Toffee TV wanted in charge versus Rafa Benitez. It's the Graham Potter. The Graham Potter derby. I think Brighton win that. Yeah, I, I, Brighton are flying. I think they'll get something out that game anyway and also what we've seen so far they're at home Brighton right yeah we've mm-hmm. obviously Liverpool are um, so Everton can't be the home thing's massive at the moment and it will continue to be massive in this early part of the season yeah I think there's it's got draw I think Rafa would look, will be well happy with that because Brighton, Brighton are a good team they play good footy yeah. they've got the ability to carve it open have they got the goals I don't know enough I think, to know whether they fix that or not but. I think if Basuma is still playing and in the squad and not, not even rumoured to be leaving by the weekend I think they've got a great chance Brighton hmm. if he does get sort of part of this domino effect that could happen at any point I think that could be a problem for them West Ham Palace is the other was one of the other three o'clocks. Um, Seven nil. Yeah, West Ham. Well, you know this is uh, this Top is the thing with West in the league, Ham. Well, no, 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 he's going to score forty, isn't he? But we're having this thing. We've <laughs> another Ham. little dirty dance with himself. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, the the West Ham thing is. I'm wary because I'm getting I, I mean, it's two games in so let's not get carried away but like the Leicester vibes of it all of like that's a game where Crystal Palace should just go and beat West Ham because West Ham are normally a mess and Palace have just got something can pull something out the bag but Palace are a massive mess as well so mm. yeah West Ham will probably just batter them. Even Moyes imagine where United would be if Moyes was still in charge yeah. they just won the third league title on the <laughs> should, should have given money shouldn't they yeah. should have given money Norwich Leicester uh, I mean again you'd bank a poor old Norwich what a hell of a I wouldn't, but again, Home to your game, point, having yeah. come through us and been battered by City, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't better. Unless the scoring. Um, I, I've got to leave. Did they win the first game 1 0 and the second game? I think they're having, a, so I think they're having a few problems with, with the goals with for Colin getting Bert. the ball in the back of the net. Mm. Uh, the answer to your question is Leicester have scored two goals in two yeah. games so far and conceded four. So, yes, they are scoring. Not enough. Just to not win enough goals to win games, yeah. Um, okay, sounds like that was that. Let me get the next couple of fixtures up while I can. Um, Aston Villa hosts Brentford. Not asked. Um, no, no, yeah. Us are then on the half five. Burnley leads. That'll be one hell of, of a. That'll be a ding dong battle, as they say. Be goals in that, you know. Tottenham Wofford. That'll be a good indicator of where Spurs are at, I think. And then Wolves Man United. Again, what time? I, I don't really know where Wolves is Sunday. Sunday yeah. Super Sunday, half four. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Is it going to be dark enough for the the the, the light show? Firework, the DJ and fireworks, <laughs> mate, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> the man, I think, because it's so weird. Have you been to all yeah. the It's just bizarre. I, I, United should just get back up and, and win that one. You'd imagine, but I don't, I don't, I have no idea where Wolves are. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, yeah, what, what 
what what midfield are you going to play? Because you're going to play Matic again. Because didn't seem to work. They haven't got a midfield, have they? It's just like a four-six formation for yeah, Manu at the minute. It's just bizarre, to be honest with I th- you. I think with that game, it's another one like you said before with like the Norwich, the rest of the one, and, and, and a few others we mentioned. Is that it's, it's the home thing? Like they played Spurs at like one o'clock on a Sunday. You know, it's hard enough getting Anfield up. Like we said, the half twelve. Never mind Wolves and the Molyneux. So. This is the game for them. Half four kickoff. A big team comes to town. They've only got, is it one point on the board or no points on the board? I can't remember. This is the chance for Wolves. So I wouldn't be betting on that game. Man, you should win, but it's one of them games. Are you going to bring Varane in against Traore? Good luck, mate. It's a baptism of fire. Jimenez is back. You just don't know what you're going to get from Wolves, do you? No. No, yeah, come on, Wolves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, cool. Let's talk back to the, the Redmen then. What do we think the score is going to be? 2-0 Liverpool. Ooh. We've won, I believe, our last four games by scoring two or more goals and conceding none. It's supposed to be, there's only two or three sides that have ever done it, uh, five games while scoring two or more and not conceding in the Premier League. I think it's two sides. Chelsea, I believe, are one of them. Um, so I think Liverpool are going to do it. We've won seven on the bounce anyway in the Premier League, so let's make it eight and let's mm-hmm. make it another clean sheet, a couple of goals, and a very sorry Chelsea leaving town. Lovely, so... It's hard to argue against that, but uh, I've been thinking. Story. I've been thinking two one since since the last game. To be honest, two one. I think we win the game though. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, two one. I've got two one in my head. I think I'd love this to be one of those games where Liverpool do that thing that we do to top clubs sometimes and just absolutely blitz them off the park. Mm-hmm. But I think it's too early in the season at this point. You, what you want, if you want to win the title, you want to be grinding wins out without really without battering anyone really at this stage so you're not bearing yourself out so I'd look Tuchel's been tough for Klopp as well as he's beaten he's beaten him a couple of times recently so let's beat them 5-0 by all means but really I I, I, I don't care how we win so I'll take I'll take a win by an odd by an odd goal a 1-0 or a a 2-1 it would be absolutely fine by me let us know yours in the comments section uh, alongside or underneath the video Um, yeah been great thank you so much gents it's been an absolute pleasure thanks great transition Tom (laughs) (laughs) we're still here Um, right yeah thanks so much for watching for listening for uh, subscribing of course here on YouTube if you haven't clicked that subscribe button do it right now if you want more great content from us we've got loads more um, there's more stuff coming for free on the YouTube channel but there's also more in-depth stuff Red's Transfer Roundup show there's the Insights Extra show on transfers with Neil Jones today haven't we even mm. we've got the start 11 and Champions League stuff coming up later oh, Champions League live draw 5pm or we're probably there or thereabouts 5 because they have a lot of pomp and nonsense uh, but we'll be <laughs> live which is to be fair not the first 10 minutes of these shows as well <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or like, like Liverpool's highlights of, uh, of every match um, why? why? two minutes of your 10 wasted on putting the team up in the wrong formation <laughs> uh, right we have to see it later on but as I say yeah if you want more we've also got a great competition run in the last few days on this one to win a limited edition Jordan Henderson 10 years of red boxed set uh, that detail will follow but yeah thank you so much we'll see you all soon Ta-da. ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 